0: guys have just blessed all of us and
1: so thank you so much for all you've given into this house and um, and so I don't know if you guys were here a couple years ago but there was a transition that took place and we're not supposed to say that word anymore but Garris and Jan they were the senior leaders of the house and then we transitioned into Kate and Ryan being the senior senior leaders of the house and so we're all family here okay and so Garris I'm gonna and, and Jan I'm gonna hand this to you guys and you guys get to just share a few words so
2: Well, this is a, an amazing Sunday. I love this. In fact, it, just this week, Jan said, do you know that it was this week, this week that we're in now, that we arrived on this property for the first time 18 years ago? <laughs> 18 years, yeah. 18 years ago, we drove in. Uh, four score Missions had rented us a, a Chevy Lumina. We drove out from L.A., and we were dinking around here and thinking, you know, we could probably live here. Walked into this place, and, uh, you know, we were just loved immediately. And I remember after all the... the the business stuff that they did, we kind of felt God was going to send us here. And on the the little lawn out back here, the church council gathered in an after-meeting meeting meeting to really see what we were like. (laughs) And uh, they said, what what do you want? I said, you know, here's what I really want. I want to know you and be known by you. Um, The rest of it doesn't really matter. I just want to know you and be known by you. And so we began this journey um, 18 years ago, starting this, uh, 18 years ago this week, and uh, we, we came to the end of our, our pastoral ministry here, and now we're doing other things for God. It was just a season of life that was tremendous for us. When we got off that uh, that airplane 18 years ago, everything we owned was in the bags, in our hands, and in the, in the luggage. That's all we were. We, I mean, we were just traveling all through Europe for, for years. And uh, this became home, bought a house here, and um, it, this, this sanctuary was, it was interesting. I remember the first time I walked in, I thought, well, this is kind of a weird little place, you know? And... <laughs> Uh, I mean, you know, it'll work. I mean, we could do that and that and that, and, and we came in here. I think at the time it was kind of in that mauve color that everybody liked back in the 90s. That If you look really close and scratch some of the paint jobs, you'll find that <laughs> mauve is still there, you know. <laughs> and I, I remember, uh, you know, it's interesting on this platform here we had, we had Andy, and, uh, and then Ryan's going to get up here in a minute. And I remember one day, Bill Kieser was the only staff guy I had at the time. Bill Kieser was a 42-year-old youth pastor. And his daughter today was leading worship with us. And I remember he said, I need some help in youth ministry. I said, well, what's that mean? He says, I've got a guy. He's experienced in youth ministry. And I'd like to just hire him for a few hours. He's a great guy. I said, what's his name? Said, his, name is, his name is Ryan. I said, Ryan what? Ryan Roden. I said, who is he? So, so we met right about right there. Uh, in the sanctuary one morning, and, and Ryan was in his typical flip flops and t shirt and short uniform, <laughs> and he was sitting there kind of side-saddle in the chair and i 'm looking at this kid i 'm going, you know what 's up you know and, and Bill introduced me, and then Ryan said something that you know normally they 'd have fired you before they hired you, <laughs> and but I knew God was on this guy, and I thought, well yeah let 's do it. I trusted Bill, and, and of course, the rest is some pretty cool history and then Andy playing the guitar. I remember we wanted to start a Wednesday night service like when we first got here because we were trying to put stuff back together. And I said again to Bill Kieser, do we have anybody besides the crowd on Sunday morning that can play the guitar? Because we need to do something different. I said, well, there's this guy. He's just barely out of high school. His name is Andy. I said, Andy what? (laughs) Andy Southmade. He says he's learning to play a guitar. I said, good. Tell him to put a garage band together, and next Wednesday night, they're the worship band. I did it just like that. And, and right, right. And uh, so basically what that was all about is that uh, and again, yeah, thanks for reminding me, Ashley's here and this, so one, one Wednesday night, uh, she started to lead worship, and that was another encounter with this whole young team that was like, I, I said, "Do you want to go over the list?" She says, "No, I'll, I'll work on it. I'll do it." I said, "Well, you don't want a pastoral input." that's was basically what I was trying to say. <laughs> and so I've learned around here to shut up. You know, it's interesting, uh, every, um, every Saturday morning about, uh, well, about 4 o'clock, God would wake me up without an alarm clock. I could go to bed at 1 a.m., 12, 8 o'clock, didn't matter. 4 a.m., the Lord would wake me up, and he would ask me to come down here and pray over this church every Saturday morning for years. And I would get in here, and I'd park in the back in case any of you were coming from a night of partying and you wouldn't see me back there and interrupt <laughs> me and I would get in here, and I would spend time praying and talking to God, and and uh, you know, I would, every chair, every Sunday morning would have been prayed over in the Spirit, every single chair, and uh, I'd lay down in here, I'd cry, I'd run, I'd walk, and I'd talk to God, and Ryan does his on Saturday night, so we, you know, we're just different vibes, and he's doing that now, and, I, and it's something that I did. I remember one morning, it was 4 a.m., and my office door closed behind me. We used to have an office before Andy and Ryan demolished it. And it was in the the back corner of the lobby. And the door shut and I had that feeling like, crap. You say that in church now that you're leaving. Crap. My keys are in the office. What am I going to do? It's 4 a.m. Nobody's awake. And I remembered I used to be a cop up six inches from the lock and over six inches, and I kicked that door and blew it off the hinges. <laughs> and then I called Andy up the next Monday. I said, i got a prayer job for you to do. And so he came and repaired it. This place has had so, so many good memories. <laughs> I, um, I remember uh, I, I hadn't been here long, like a, a month. And for some of you have been around here a, a while, you remember... That overpass over I-5 between Red Lobster and uh, Fred Myers is not as it is today. It was rebuilt. And I remember driving over that old overpass, and I heard the Lord just distinctly as he has ever spoken to me. He said, here's what I want this place to be. I want this to be a place where people come and are refreshed, restored, and released. I want people to be refreshed in the presence of God, much like what you just did in worship. I want to restore their brokenness, and I want to release them into their destiny. And I wrote that down. And in fact, one of the guys in the church here uh, is a cowboy kind of guy. had a branding iron, made three R's for me. And I've still got it. The three R's of rest, refresh, restore, and release. And, and that really is what this place is about. And that can change uh, locations, and it still is the same thing. And that's what you are. You're a place where people walk through that door and refreshment begins to take place. And then in the process of their own timetable with God, you've been restored in this sanctuary, and some of you have been released to ministry all across the earth, in fact, the fells. I mean, that's just a prime example. This is a really good time. I've, I've been trying to cry to validate some of this today, but <laughs> I, honestly, I mean, I've had a few moments, but but I can't get it I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for you. Maybe I'll work it up when Jan talks, but... <laughs>
0: And I don't want to (coughs) cry. I can't stop. And besides, (laughs) I am really excited. (coughs) So uh, yesterday, we were painting, a bunch of us, and Ryan, you came walking in, and I had a deja vu moment. (laughs) Years ago, at the very beginning, you had just come back, I guess, from life, and uh, you and some compadres, were you there, Kate, painting in the kid's house? that uh, the house right behind us? Well, it used to be the offices for all the staff. That was you and me and Bill.
2: <laughs> I'm glad you said all.
0: <laughs> but anyway, right behind us, this building, <coughs> and I was quietly trying to teach you all how to take care of paint cans and <laughs> what to do with brushes and clean them up properly, right? And uh, so I had a whole team of you, and I was, just, I was just thinking what used to be the offices became the kids' house and all the painting we did there, and then it became the anthem house and all the painting we <laughs> did there. <laughs> and, and then it became, for a short time, house the, ca- <laughs> house <of Tears>? <laughs> <laughs> the house of tears. The house of tears. And then we just went through a whole repainting for c- uh, counseling offices back there. Yes. And now, it's gonna get hauled off here really <laughs> soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, and then yesterday, I'm painting, <laughs> and here's you know Ryan and Kim and Drew, and of course the team over here, but they're all directing traffic. You know, they're all directing us, painting. And I thought, what a beautiful picture of all of us. So um, the Lord gave me a scripture. And he, first of all, starts out with, forget the former things. But he's just gotten through telling his people, don't forget. Remember. Remember how I brought you out of Egypt. Remember how I took you through the Red Sea. Remember, everything I did for you was for your sake. Remember that I, I have been able to take anything from your past, whether it was um, rubble or just, you know, hard things, and I rebuild with your past. And he says, but don't remember former things. And basically he's saying, but don't let your past hold you back. Don't let your past bind you so that you can't move forward because I have new things. And so here's a scripture, and I just want to speak this over all of us. I want to pronounce it over all of us. It's one of my favorites. I will do a new thing. It is springing up. It's bursting out. Are you aware of it? Can you see it? Look, there it is. I'm making a way for you. I'm making a road through the wilderness. I'm making a river through the desert. I'm making a way through all of the discomfort. I'm making a way through all of um, the transition. I'm making a way because I have something new to do. So I bless you with that truth.
2: You know, it's... uh, we're going to end with this because I told Janice said I want to take that uh, drive over the bridge with the three R's, re, uh, refresh, restore, release. And I just want to tell you that that bridge uh, was a place where I received that word on that old bridge. And that word has not changed. The bridge has changed, but the word remains true. And everything that has been done in your life in this sanctuary and on this campus as a promise and a prophecy from God will move without restrictions based on the physical realm. It will go with you to 360, and there you'll begin to see it grow even better than it has here. God bless you. Amen.
1: So good. Hello. <laughs> I have my tissue. I'll, if I need more, I'll come over there and get it. Um, hi, family. Okay. Okay. Um, Okay, stick to my notes. Um, <laughs> okay, so this is an amazing, amazing day. And I know, I keep telling myself, like, okay, these are just buildings, these are just buildings, these are just buildings. I keep like, but then I'm I'm just kind of avoiding the real truth, and so, because um, they are, they are just buildings, but it's not allowing myself or giving, I mean, these buildings the honor <laughs> and, and what has taken place in these buildings um, just giving that it's it what it needs to so yesterday I came down here w- uh, I was able to have a little bit of time to come down and I just w- started walking through all these buildings. I was able to slow down and I seriously went through every room and I started like feeling things <laughs> it was a little <gasps> it was a little intense um, but I was by myself and I was just like okay let's do this and um, and so I've been here since 1985. That's a long time. I think some of you weren't even born, and probably a lot of you. And um, but this 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 place, this property, has become my home. And um, I, so I remember. I'm just going to take you through some uh, some of my memories. I remember the first Sunday we came. I was six, and we were invited by a coworker from my dad and his work. And um, so she met us out front and walked my family through, you know, helped my parents show where, you know, my sister and I needed to go for kids' church and everything. And back then it was Faith Bible Center. And um, this amazing lady, her name was Sherry Yonker. I don't know where she is, but she was my first Faith Bible Center face. And I remember she was genuine and she was friendly and she had the most amazing pink lipstick on. And, I, you know, it was like... <laughs> You know, mid 80s, so I probably had like blue eyeshadow on and everything. But I remember we were, we were scooped up. We came one Sunday. One th- that first Sunday, my parents knew. They were like, this is home. This is home. And so we were loved from that moment on. And we were scooped up. We were just cherished as a young little family. I mean, I was six, my sister was four. My parents were young. I was like, man, we were young. We were just babies. And we've never left. We never left, and so we had found a home. And that the culture of community that we've we've instilled here, that we've we've created, um, it's part of this. It's a heritage of this church. I mean, for years to be back. I mean, and even before we came, I know that they were just taking people in and loving, and and you could just be who you were. So it was like just so incredible. So some of my memories. I remember when we first came. We, it there uh, to clean the church, it was a volunteer um, position. So <laughs> my family, we would come down and we would clean the whole church. And so my sister and I would run through the halls and my parents would clean and we got to play. Um, I remember I was on... Um, I was thinking, we need to bring this back. I went in kids' church, or like in the services. I, I was in a Bible quiz team. So, like, they would ask us questions. Yeah, I actually, it gives me, like, anxiety thinking about it. We, they would ask a question, and then we'd have to hit a buzzer. And But we all just traveled church to church, and we would come and... I don't remember any, uh, I probably should get those cards back out, Um, (laughs) and then, um, so Faith Bible Center, we had, we did um, programs, and we, there was like this choir, and so we would sing, and I have songs still stuck in my, my memory, um, I remember we would do like a big tent revival when we were in the youth ministry. Yeah, big tent. It was awesome. We had a big tent out on the field, and it was a, it was a teen outreach to the community, and it was incredible. Um, Code Red, we did a Christmas play. Jen, S- sweet, now Kathy, it, um, was the main star of that. Um, I remember, okay, so the painting. We talked about all the painting. I remember splatter painting the campus house. We would get little straws, and we'd... <laughs> In high school, and we would we sprayed the whole place with hot pink and teal, and it was like the best. Um, uh, gosh, yeah, the the church offices. I remember there was like a, a a wall of cassette tapes in the church offices, and we would just like find which was that Sunday, and um, yeah, just I mean, there's so many things. There's so many. You know, I've been in many rooms with Jan as she's walked me through deep healing in my heart. So, I mean, we've sat in, there's been, yeah, all of the rooms. <laughs> and Jan knows, Jan knows me very well. Um, <laughs> it's So good. Um, yes, yeah, so, and just how we were talking about, like, the, the painting, and there's been murals, and walls, and then no walls, and rooms, and then no rooms, and I mean, <laughs> there's been a lot. It's been a lot, yeah. So, overall, I mean, this property has been good to us. These Buildings have been good to us. And as I spent time, yes, like I said yesterday, I realized that it's, it is these buildings, but it's not these buildings. It's, these buildings have housed thousands of memories, but it's all about the people. Who have been in these buildings, Uh, the relationships, the connections, the friendships, the 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 deep um, heart to hearts that we've had, just the laughter and the and the tears, and uh, I know and I loved what Kim said, just like that remembering, um, because I know that we each we could go through the rooms and be like, I remember when this happened and I remember when this happened, and and so, because you know from Bible studies and baby showers and birthdays and weddings and memorials and I mean there's just been so it's, it's full. This place is full of the goodness of God and, um, and so I mean just long term and long time relationships it's been incredible. So um, but now as you know we've all said we are now like entering into a new season and I want to share a little story. When we went down as our family, our first time down to the new location, um, it was just us, and we took the kids, and we were, we went from all the rooms, we w- walked them all through and the halls, and um, and I remember we f- at one point we were in the big auditorium where we will have hopefully soon one service. Um, we were there, and the kids were just running, screaming, you know, laughing, being ch- kids, and and um, and I I got this glimpse. Of what is coming and what this place will be to them, and that um, this will not even—you know—it's not just for us as adults, but it's for our future generations. And um, that that building is going to be their normal, where like this is my normal, this is my home, this is this—that is going to be their normal. And um, and that this will be all that—that th- that, that will be all that they will know from this point on. You know, some and just. M- and so they will. The, that place is going to house encounters and dreams and visions and healings and tears, and joy and. Um, and I know, like it, it. Of course, doesn't. It's not all going to happen just in the church building. I mean, we hope that they encounter the Lord, outside the church building. But um, but it's the place where they're going to be known, as Gareth said. Where they're going to be known, and that they will. Um, know themselves, and that they will let others know them, and so they will hear and tell of the goodness of God, um, and where their, you know, relationships and friendships are going to be established and blossom, and um, they will be, yeah, able to dream and have the impossible happen, and they're going to worship and learn, and, um, and then as we, I was taking all this in, I mean, it was like a split second, but then I saw Mercy, and she was, uh, she was running, and she was like the m- most adorable little cute run ever. And so she was running through, and, um, and it, you know, she was in this, sh- she was so tiny, and yet she was in this huge room. And her size was very, you know, noticeable compared to this big room. And um, and I saw it like as a picture for us that our lives, you know, sometimes we can feel small in the, in the big picture of things. But when we are in a relationship with God, He has huge things for us to participate in and to partner with. And with and He has hu- I just saw like huge rooms of hope where we would enter in, and that He's going to fill them and He's going to build within that where we walk in. And we're like, whoa! This was this is larger than I even. Anticipated, and so today, as we remember and as we thank God for what He's done here, we also just know that His presence is always calling us into the deep places and new encounters and dreams and ideas that are way out of proportion of what we what we feel right now. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's good. It's yeah. so good. It's good. Uh, <laughs> <clears> throat>
3: throat> Oh, I can't cry either, Garris. I'm I'm so jacked up and ready to go. Why are we still here? It's a good building. It was a good time. Let's go. All right. Oh, it's it's that excitement. I, I forced myself to to be a little bit nostalgic because um as they shared, it's been a a ways back 1995 when I came here I uh, got a chance to start in youth ministry here because uh, Bill Kieser and Gary Matzdorf let me hang out with their junior hires for a couple years before I went away to to college um, you guys have heard this story too many times but you know I met Kate here I remember the first time I saw her she was walking on that sidewalk right there um, and I was like I mean I knew of her and, and we might have but but this was the first like yeah. I was driving away in, uh, I don't know what, like a 1978 Volkswagen bus or something. I don't know what I had. Maybe it was a Camaro. <laughs> um, <laughs> one or the other. And, uh, and I remember catching her eye. It might have been my puffy vest from Gap that did it. I don't know. I was like, a little wave, little wave acknowledgement. I was like, yep. Good. That was so. That was our that was our meeting point. Our whole our whole relationship, our whole marriage, our whole life will has been um, has been around this place. Thank you. That was for, I was drawing pictures while. Um, and uh, and and then of course the the team and Garris and Jan and meeting them and I think one of the first meetings I had with Garris. Back in, back in the offices over there when they used to be over there, I was coming to work part-time with youth ministry, and one of the restaurants in town wanted to hire me as a bartender. Um, and so I went in to like, hey, what do you think about your youth pastor working part-time as a youth pastor and then being a bartender the other time? And he's like, well, I don't know if that would be the best idea ever. Maybe you could just be a server. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I like this guy, so um, but that became that became the beginning of an uh, amazing relationship, and you've mentored me and you've poured into us and 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 become uh, deep friends and I, and I all of that is has happened in this in this place. Um, you know andy and and our relationship, there's no telling how many things that were fixed that Andy has broken here. Uh, yeah. There is no telling how many things that were broken that Andy has fixed here um, and uh, for us to be able to to, to, to to be sons of the house together and to raise up to the place where we are now has just been an, an incredible journey and um, and these are the kinds of memories that I cherish these are the ones that, that I remember in the, in the team over the years and the team of uh, as it is now and, and getting to do ministry together and, and walk together and be together it's just but as I, as you can tell, as I have processed through all of these things, it was—it's not the buildings. It's—it still comes back to that same thing. It's not the buildings. It's the people, which makes me even more go. Okay, well, let's get all the people together and let's go. So, uh, um, and that's what—that's what we're—that's what, we're, what we're doing because these things. And while the, it's true that these buildings have been amazing, have had amazing times, and the rooms have had amazing times, and this place is truly absolutely held together by layers of paint um when when they come to demolish those buildings out there i think they're going to have a hard time getting them down because they're going to flex they're like Uh, with all the the paint that's been that's been put on them over the years but those buildings and those rooms are great in there and they do those memories of what God's done are incredible, but every time it was a person who was encountering God. It was a moment where we were seeing God together as a group, or as a big group, or as a small group. And so, these are, this is why we know that God is is going forward with us. And and w- as we step across into this new season, that we are inviting individuals and families to come with us in that same heart. Uh, we're, we're, we want to make His presence everything that we do and everything that we're about, because that's what we were pursuing here, and He showed up. And that's what we will pursue wherever we find ourselves, and He will continue and absolutely show up. We are truly the body of Christ, and whether we are finding ourselves in a season where we are sowing seeds, whether we're watering seeds, whether we're harvesting seeds, it doesn't matter what what place we are. It's just that opportunity to say, God, pour out your presence upon us, and let us turn that out and use that for your purposes, and let us use that for your glory. And that's what we're going to get to do as we move down to the 360 building, is the same heart with the same people. It's our family and this tribe that, that is under the banner of Christ but calls themselves living waters that we get to go together and we get to be together. And it, it's the, the picture I have is that, that 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 pentagon room that God gave me this picture is that what our lives are is that he's, cre- he's creating an archive there. He's creating a library. Each one of our lives is a story of God's goodness and power and he's collecting all these books together and he's saying, okay, I want all these stories to move down to that building. This is going to be a library, an archive. We're people can come and draw out and read your life and see your life and see the testimony of the goodness of God and and yes it is an end of a chapter we are we are moving from one chapter to the next but the story the story that we all are a part of is what's still being written and that's the power a story of a people who mark themselves for the glory of Jesus Christ who pursue his presence who make themselves available to the Holy Spirit who live in generosity and are willing to say yes to go and to do wherever he asks us to go, whatever he asks us to do, that we would say yes. And I believe that that's the faith that has activated this doorway to be open for us because he said, here's a group of people that I can move into the heart of my city and I know that they'll make themselves available to pursue my presence and to value people. And that's who we are. That's the legacy that we've had. That's why our memories are more about people and about God encounters than they are necessarily about a room or a specific paint job that we had. It is about his presence and it's about God's people. And And I know in my heart, that that, that that reality of how we walk that out is what has, ca- has given this place where God has entrusted us to move into a, into a new season. And this is what I want to mark us. we come back to this, uh, this scripture every once in a while. Um, Exodus thirty three fifteen. 15. I love this scripture. It's one of my, one of my life verses, if you will. I, and, it, and here's what's happening in this section of scripture is that Moses is talking to God and God is saying to him, I want you to go into the promised land. But he says, but, I, but my presence isn't going to go with you. Because, basically, because you guys can't follow any rules. And if you're not following any rules, you've already agreed to some pretty bad repercussions. So I'd rather just hang out over here without you than watch you break the rules. Because then I have to step in as a father. And, and, and he's saying, I, I don't think I'm going to go with you guys on this journey. And, and Moses implores God. He says, God, we are not going anywhere without your presence. That's all that we desire. And that's what I want us to be able to end this trip down memory lane is to come to that same place where we would say, God, you're, you're building this on Jesus Christ and you're building it on people who pursue your presence and say, we're not going to go from this place. We're not going to go from this place unless your presence goes with us. That's going to be the thing that we value. It's going to be the thing that we make space for. It's going to be the thing that we desire. And Moses said to God, in in Exodus 33, 15. If your presence does not go with us, do not send us from here. And then listen, how will anyone know that you're pleased with us and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish us and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? As we walk from this place today, as we Lock the doors behind us. We hand over the keys and we move forward. We're going saying, God, we're not going without your presence because we know that your presence is going to be the thing that distinguishes us from everybody else, from everything else that's going on downtown, from the place that you've put us. If it's not your presence, then what are we going to bank on? Oh, look at us. We're great because we're, we're, we're really cool. Look at us. We're great because we have a new building. Look at us. We're great because of this or because of this. If we bank on any of those things, we're building on a foundation other than Jesus Christ. What we do is we say we build on the foundation of Jesus Christ, and we'd be a people who say, what is it that's going to distinguish us in the city of Metford? It's going to be his presence, nothing else. Yeah. And we have to keep that heart, and we have to keep that hunger as we as we transition into this new place. We started this service at 9, so let me wrap up with, with this. I think we have a couple more minutes left. I want to share with you a little bit of, about the new building, and if I can... Turn uh, my tone uh, or my my intention here a little bit to some details because we do need you guys do need details as we're we're moving an entire church. So I want to share with you some some details. Besides the fact that we need uh, folks to continue to come down and pitch in and and volunteer, I want you to know these these simple things. There's three parking lots at that building. Kim may have mentioned that already. We love parking lots, but here's why I want to mention this. The, there's one that's across the street from us uh, on Central and 3rd and Bartlett, and it's, it's the whole block. I would ask you to use that parking lot if you can. We haven't, been a ch- we haven't had a chance to grind it down to cut out some of the bumps or to paint that parking lot, so be careful as you're going and coming from that. What that does is it leaves the parking lot closest to the building where the front entrance is on the north side of the building. For anybody who needs handicap parking, for anybody who is unable to walk a long distance, for anybody, um, for our seniors, for um, ba- moms with newborns, pregnant moms um, we want to we want to reserve that parking area for people who need quick and easy and close access to the building so if you're coming please park across the street if you're able to and just walk down that sidewalk on along the front side of the north north side of the building and you'll see the entrance I hope you'll see the entrance because it's supposed to be installed this week um, so uh, otherwise we're gonna be going through one little door and and uh, don't tell the fire marshal it'll be a, It'll be installed. It'll be installed, Dennis, I promise. Um, <laughs> so the other thing I wanted to say is, uh, is that that, makes, that the, north, the, the building entrance is on the north side of the building, and so you can look for it there. You'll see a nice set of double doors and windows built around it, and it'll, it'll look really good. Um, and then let me cast a little bit of vision for you guys. At first, when, you go, when we go into that building, it may not feel like home. It might not feel like normal. It was not going to feel like normal, but I want to ask you to give it time. Uh, just embrace it and say this is our, the thing that we want to be normal is that our family is together, even if the rooms and the buildings feel a little bit different for a while, but it will start to feel more and more like home and before we know it, it we won't even notice that it's a different place. It'll become our normal and, and um, it, it also at first it might be a little bit rough around the edges uh, and, and that's okay. Um, <clears throat> We're working on it. All right, back off. No. Um, we haven't got enough paint on it yet to hide everything. Um, so it, it might be a little bit rough around the edges, and I, and I want that to be okay. That, that we, It is safe. It's inviting. It's still a warm place, but it's a little rough around the edges. And the other thing I want to say about this is that a large part of that is actually going to be intentional. Because we see something in in reclaiming cement floors, in reusing doors, in reusing windows, in reusing and repurposing wood. We see something symbolic in that that we would be able to say, just as he has come and uncovered and used my life for, for something that I have been destined for this and he finds me and he uses me and he cleans me off and he puts me into a place of prominence. This is what he's done for so many of us. And so when we get to walk on these cement floors, we remember God is a God who redeems and repurposes. When we see the stuff being used and recycled we say God is a God who redeems and repurposes lives and so there's a reason why that we would even decorate our church in that way um, so that it would communicate something and then to leave some of the stuff that normally we we hide to leave it exposed that you're going to see beams you're going to see runners you're going to see headers sometimes you're going to see some ductwork here and there you might see exposed electrical no just kidding you won't see <laughs> you won't see any exposed electrical but the, but um <laughs> sometimes churches think that they have to spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars making a place pristine and perfect, and it, and, and sometimes it can feel a little bit over the top. And what we want is we want people to walk in and say, here's a place that isn't trying to hide everything. Here's a place that's okay with stuff being seen. Here's a church that's okay uh, not spending their resources, hiding stuff that can just as easily be seen. And that we get to say, well, here's a people that do the same thing. We are transparent. We are vulnerable. And we're willing to say, this is who we are. We're not going to clean everything up. We're not going to make everything perfect every time we come together as a family. And then pretend to continue to be that. We just want to be real and be honest. And that makes a target for God to be able to move and so I want you to understand why some of the things that are happening are, are happening um, the, sa- the sanctuary is temporary until we move to that bigger place so we'll still be doing those two services 9 and, and 1045 um, we've, uh, we've picked out some awesome chairs for you guys that are comfortable uh, they're lightweight and uh, you're going to like them um, The other thing I want you to see is, uh, this is important, is that we, because of that, that Pentagon-shaped room is where we're going to be gathering, it's given us a chance to do something that's been on our hearts for a long time, and that's to do church in the, in the round. Um, and this is going to be probably the hardest adjustment for a lot of us because we're very used to a model of American churchianity where you come to church and like you're at a movie theater and you, you sit and you stare at the back of someone's head and everything that's important goes on on the stage and it says, this is, this is where the important people are and this is, where the, this is where the real kingdom and ministry work happens and you guys get to be an audience and, and maybe participate a little bit, but really... There's a divide that begins to happen, and I don't mean to generalize and, and sound judgmental, but I, I am. Um, no. Yeah. Uh, no. But what we what we wanted to be able to do was to put a. a our stage in the middle so that we can gather around as a family and that we'll begin to interact more we'll be able to be closer together we're going to be able to see each other as we worship we're going to be face to face we're going to be in a room that's full of windows so that we can actually see the mission field that we're called to so that we can look uh, 360 degrees almost at the 360 building out onto the city but also being gathered together as as a family and, and that adjustment is going to be maybe a little bit tough. I don't think it will be quite as weird as you're expecting it to be right now. Um, so, but, but give it a chance and watch what happens as we are learning to be more face-to-face than we ever have been before. And we break up some of the rows and we break up some of this so that we can, so that we can gather around together. Um, let's, uh, let's stand up together and we're going to finish this time. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We're gonna finish up this time by worshiping and singing as we move from this place. If you would, uh, if you would join me in praying this, this, let me pray over you this simple prayer. God, we wanna be a people who are built on the foundation of Jesus Christ and we wanna be a people who do not move unless your presence is with them. We want to understand that it is your presence that it makes us distinct. It is your presence that makes us salt and light to the city that you're calling us to. And God, while we are overjoyed to be moving, we are overjoyed to be pl- positioned in the heart of your city, we don't want to run ahead of you. So God, when we get a, an idea of what you're calling us to do, that we would be people who wait on your presence and that we move as you move and we go as you go God we will not move into the next season of the things that you have for us until we're assured that your presence is with us and upon us and I thank you that you have confirmed that over and over and over that you are in this that you are upon this and that you are with us and so we move in your presence in Jesus name
2: No place I'd rather be, no place I'd rather be, no place I'd rather be.